What's up? What's up, everybody? Today is Monday, June 21st, June 21st, and I hope everybody had a great weekend. We celebrated two important days. One that must come first is Juneteenth is when we were declared our so-called freedom. Now, we know how this how this country has treated us. By the way, this is the Del C Show, and I'm your host, Del C. We've known how this country has treated us for many, many years. But we have managed to overcome a lot of things. We became farmers. We became inventors of a lot of things, the red light, green light. The so, so many things. We we built the White House. We built a lot of things in this country. We're still waking, waiting for our 40 acres in a mew. Our 40 acres in a mew we're still waiting for. You know what that would be worth now? We would be able to have all our property. But see, that's a whole nother story. Do they want us to really be free is the question. But... We celebrate Juneteenth regardless before they decided to make it a national holiday, which happens to be on a Saturday day that we have off. Most of us have off from work anyways, but um, it's long, long overdue. But we celebrate in joy because we know what our ancestors and what our grandparents have sacrificed and even our parents have sacrificed to make the best for us in people throughout the world from President Barack Obama to Michael Jackson to so many to Muhammad Ali to to Farrell Good Marshall as I said to Rosa Parks to to um, Harriet Tubman to so many Angela Davis to so many people that have made Fred Hamilton off of the uh, color co- of the coalition of the the Black Panthers, um, Martin Luther King, of course, Malcolm X, so many other great, great black men and women that have and children even who have sacrificed their lives so that the next generation could have freedom. We hear that story about Abraham Lincoln or whatever, granting us that emancipation, whatever, proclamation, whatever you want to call it. We know about that. Some of us do, some of us don't, but you should know about your history. You should know who, you know, that's why a lot of us don't know who we are, because if you don't know your past, you will never, never, never know your future because don't expect them to teach you because they're not. They're the ones that want to keep you down. They are the one that brought us here as slaves. So you must remember that. And when I say they, I'm talking about the evil powers that be. Keep in mind that every black, that every black person is not good. Every white person is not good. So there's evil in the world. There's evil white people that did what they did to us, made us us, made us, tried to make us their slaves and did terrible things to us that I don't even need to repeat. Know your history, as I said. They want to erase us out of the history book. No, we were not just slaves. 
We were king and queens in Africa and we were forced here. Now we traveled to America on many occasions to do business with the Indians and everything like that. We did not come to rob, steal and kill. We came there to negotiate, to do business. And um, we mix and mingle with them and some of us had relations with them, meaning that we had kids with them. Beautiful things, the same thing with, with um, when, you know, some of us were not raped, some of us willingly had relationships with white men and white women. And you know, of course, back then, you could not go public with that or you both probably would be lynched or beaten or raped or killed or whatever, God knows what. But we celebrated Juneteenth. You know, hell, I celebrated it the whole damn week. I celebrate black excellence all the time. I know who I am. Yes, I am in a relationship with a white woman that knows who she is. Proud of both of her heritage of who she is of being Irish and Portuguese. So I am proud, as I said many times, to be an African, to be a black American, to be part native in anything else that I am, I will proudly embrace and I will never be shamed of who I am. We gotta lift our heads high. Don't let anybody bring you down into committing to self-hate or even wanting to commit suicide and kill yourself because they tell you what is beautiful and what's not. Who are they to determine anything is that? God made us in his image and that is beauty. Whatever color we are, whatever nationality we are, you see, I am a man of love. I am a man of love and um, I'm not on here to preach. I'm not on here to do any of that, but I am a child of God, indifference or not. I'm not perfect. That doesn't make me perfect. I'm going to get into that in a few minutes. What happened to me this weekend, Sunday on Father's Day. So shout out to all the great fathers out there that actually give a damn, that take care of their kids and they're not forced in the system in order to take care of the kids. You know, some of us are forced in there regardless because you have a bitter uh, mother of your children that decide they want to make your life a living hell. And hell, some of them need to do that because some of you fathers are deadbeats. That's why I said the great fathers. That's why I said the fathers that were there. My father was there regardless of our ups and downs with each other. He was there for me. He was there for all five of us. And I thank the Lord for him. And I thank I thank him so much. He's taught me so much on how to be a man and how to handle women and how to, you know, now I can't blame him because I had good upbringings. I had good upbringing. So whatever, however I disrespected or if I treated any woman the way I shouldn't have, I don't blame that on my father because he's treated my mother like a queen. Give that give my mother anything she wants, anything she wants. And he, and she realized that if she didn't realize that then she definitely realized that now. And I believe she did 
That's why they were for, together for so long. Never divorced. Maybe, hey, they've been through their ups and downs. That's nobody's business, though. My mother is a private woman. Trust me. She don't play that. Her family, her, her kids, her husband, she protects like a mother cub, like a mother bear would. Nurturing everything. But let, let me get into my father, a hardworking man. This not was never ashamed to say, I'm sorry, son. I'm sorry, daughter. But he earned that respect. And it was a must that we gave it to him. Because he earned it. He, dem- he not just he demanded it, but he earned it. He earned that respect from every all five of us and anybody. He was a lot of people's mentors. He he, you know, encouraged a lot of people that were musicians how to play this way, how to play that way. He taught people how to play guitar. He was not just a drummer, but he also learned how to play the guitar a little bit. He also wrote music. That's where the music side comes from. My father's side. But although my mother's side has a little music where they both both sides are artistic drawers, great drawers from my cousin's side to, to I mean to my father's side to my mother's side with my cousins. So and then my mother was a great artist. My father was a great artist. You know, my uncle. Jay was a is a great artist. I haven't seen him draw in years, but <laughs> So, again, shout out to all the great fathers. Every day can be Father's Day, like every day should be Mother's Day. We, we should give thanks to them, you know? And um, I thank my kids. I love, I'm telling you, I love my kids. You know, um, we try to spend as much time as we can. I demand that. How about that? I demand family time. Let's have a family meeting, meeting so that I can see what's going on in your life because I care, because I love you and you are my daughters, you are my son. So regardless of whatever anybody thinks or whatever about my kids or whatever, I love my kids and I will not, you know, and they represent me. They represent their mothers, you know, so it's very important that people realize that it's very important to leave behind a legacy for your kids to have a relationship with your kids. You know what I mean? Not enough just to say, I'm this, I'm that. No, no, no. Put those words into action. And as well as the kids, because you, if you've done nothing but love your kids, they should return that love back to you. And if they have any issues with you, and see, people, parents need to stop doing this. Stop bad naming your the mother of your kids. Stop bad naming the father of your of your kids. That is not a good thing. Let them be the judge of if this person's good or bad. But remember, at the end of the day, that is your father and mother, so you must honor them. Whether they even reserve, they even deserve that. You don't really need to be a part of their life if they're terrible and they're deadbeats. Because it could be both ways. They could be deadbeat mothers. They could be not just deadbeat dads. They could be deadbeat mothers as well. So regardless, you know, show them that respect, even though you know they didn't give it to you. 
by abandoning you, by not being a part of your life. It's very important for me to be a part of my kid's life. You know why? Because my father was a part of my life. He was a part of my life. He worked hard for us and it did not go in vain. It did not go in vain, trust me. I told him this while he was living and breathing in his last days. These are the conversations we had. We had many conversations. That's all I want. I told my father, that's all I wanted was your time. Now I'm going to talk and try not to get too emotional because you know how I, anybody that listens to the show know how I get when I talk about my family and my father. I thank him for being a part of my life because a lot of people that I know don't have a father in their life. They wasn't there. They was not there. For whatever reason, some, they can't help it. Maybe the mother pushed them away. Maybe they wanted to be there. Maybe they sent letters and the mother threw the letters away. Maybe the, maybe the mother sent letters to the kids because she wasn't ready to raise the kids by herself. She was honest enough to tell. And maybe the father's family or whoever decided not to give that information and that's not for them to do. They know, need to know who their mother and their father is. It's very important to have a father in your life. That is part of the start, the early foundation because everything starts at home first. This is how you are, this is how you are taught when you have good upbringing. You're raised, when you're raised properly, by having a mother and father in your life. And even if you, if even if they do separate or they, they're no longer together, they're still a part of your life. They let you know, you know, hey, me and your mother's not together, son, daughter, but I still love you, you know? But you still gotta show respect to each other as well. Y'all don't have to be the best of friends, but your kids are watching. So you need to be there. You know, I'm not going to keep y'all too long, of course, but I have to talk, you know, not to try to sound too preachy. Today, um, uh, birthdays, uh, Pete Rock, of course, Pete Rock from um, CL Smooth, Pete Rock and CL Smooth, a super producer that has produced. He's also a rapper as well as a producer, but he produced the classic album. He was one of the producers on the classic album Illmatic with Nas and so many other people. And as I said, CL Smooth uh, and with their group uh, Reminisce and, and all the other hits that they came out with and the hits that he came out with. And of course, that was Heavy D's um, he's Heavy D's uh, the late Heavy D's cousin in Trouble T-Roy. So a happy birthday to him. And I believe it was D Nice's birthday. I think his birthday passed. I believe if I'm not mistaken. So happy birthday to D Nice, who is also a DJ and producer. And at one point was a rapper, a dope rapper that and a dope producer. He was also from the legendary Boogie Down production. Scott LaRock, R.I.P. to Scott LaRock, the late Scott LaRock, put basically D-Nice on. Know your history, people. Um, so, 
what happened in church on Father's Day. Great day, by the way. My daughters actually took me out and said, Daddy, can we kidnap you? Um, Things didn't go quite as planned. They wanted to take me to the Cheesecake Factory, but my daughter later decided, well, I'm going to bring him to my job and I'm going to fix him dinner there and uh, we're gonna go bowling. So it was, we had a, we had activities, which was, uh, which is always good to be active with your kids, even at the age they are, at the age of um, 18 and 17, well, 19 and 17, whatever, um, I believe, you know. But I'm thankful for them, you know? Um, and I pray for them because this world is crazy. And you know, we, 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 I don't obviously agree on everything my daughters do, but they have their life to live too. They, they are not adults, but they are not children anymore. So you are responsible for your own actions. Okay. And this is something where we try to teach them at a very early age. And I hope that they realize that. And I do, I love my daughters. And of course I love my son. And I also, when I was in when I was married to my first wife, she had a daughter. And um, you know, when, when you get married into the family, you become one. So her daughter, which I meant before we got married, became my daughter instantly. Um, I had love for her. It was not easy with the both of us. I'm telling you the whole step stepfather thing, a stepmother thing is never easy. But we managed, and um, she calls me dad. She calls me dad, um, and I love her. I really love her dearly, and um, I will always be there for her if she needs me. You know, they get older, and they want to do their thing, so I don't want to smother them, but I want them to know that you can come by and visit me and see me anytime. We spent time together. She was working on her uh, clothing line or what she was trying to put together and um, I haven't heard from us um, like that since my other daughter's birthday but I you know her birthday is also coming on the way and um, like I said I don't get into the stepdaughter thing anymore that is no that is my daughter I know her father um, was killed many years ago So I was the only father figure in her life. And although, you know, I wasn't perfect, there was a lot of mistakes made, but I was there. I was there in her life, active in her life, showing her love, showing her that she is important. She is my daughter, although she knows who her father is. She knows who her biological father is. And that is a that takes a big step to step up and be a man or a woman, regardless, and and come in there and take on that kid, and that kid becomes yours. That kid becomes yours. That is now also your responsibility too. So, before my two daughters were even born, her and my son had a relationship that I hope that they'll get back to. It's never too late. It is always, it is always possible for people to forgive and to, you know, and move on. Family is very important to me. It's always been. 
through the ups and downs. There's nothing like family. Nothing like family. I miss my cousins that are no longer here. Obviously, I miss my father. Every time Father's Day comes or his birthday comes, I feel it. We all feel it. He was a big part of our life. The head of the house. The head of the house. The man of the house. The king of the castle. That was my father. No, he didn't rule with an iron fist. But... He did lay the law down. (laughs) He laid the law down. Respectfully. Respectfully. You know, he respected and loved his woman. I'm not going to get into their personal whatever. Everybody goes through their ups and downs. But he was there for her. And she was there for him. And I know she's missing him. I know she's missing him. So again, happy Father's Day, happy related Father's Day to all the great fathers out there that take in, take care of their responsibility as men. Moving on. Okay, so I went to church like I always try to do every Sunday with my mother. Shout out to my mother. Um, and, uh, you know, when they talk about, you know, when... If God came on this earth right now and came to get you, would you be ready? You know, and that hit me. Will you be ready? Delcy, will you be ready when he comes? So I felt like that message or whatever was for me. I felt it. I felt the spirit. I felt the spirit that they talk about. And I feel it so many times, but I don't know what it is because I don't get the Holy Ghost. I don't get any of that, but I felt the spirit. So, and I got up and I got in line and went to the the altar. Um, And I really just wanted him to pray for me. I really wanted the um, pastor to pray for me. But he prayed that I be saved and he had me say, you know, what they usually have you say. Um, I believe in Jesus died on the cross and so forth and so forth and so forth. And I guess I was speaking very low because I was shy. And I told and I'm and I told my woman about this um, that even though I do a radio show and I and I'm an artist and I really don't get that nervous anymore performing in front of people or talking on this show um, or talking to people. But when I get on, when I'm put on the spot, I get really, I get really shy. There are some shy parts to me that people may or may not know. That goes back to me being a kid. And um, so I'm saying all of this and Okay, he's saved, everybody claps, few people give me a hug. Um, but I'm like, um, am I really saved? Because saying you're saved and being saved is two different things. Because I'm a believer of God anyways. It's just that I haven't given my life completely to him. And people, some people are confused. Well, if you say you're saved, then you're saved. 
Not necessarily. You can you can easily backslide at any time. Anybody can. Temptations out there. There's all sorts of things out there that can bring you back into the world. And God says, be in the world, but not of the world. Do not participate in devil, Satan activities. And my church believes you put away the music, put away old things and old things become new things and you're born again next you're going to get baptized you know some people you know I've been baptized um, maybe once and I was supposed to get baptized again in another church but I don't go to that church anymore but and you know I don't want to get too personal because I don't know if she wants me to discuss this on here I don't know who's actually listening you know, but we are very similar, very much the same. We have a lot of things in common. And I spoke to her on, you know, those things like, you know, if I'm gonna go further into serving the Lord, it just means that I can't do the things that I'm, I, I you know, that I'm doing now. And, um, but I still want you to be a part of my life. I still want you to be my woman. I'm not talking marriage for a long, long time. That is not even crossing my mind. But I'm not gonna leave this woman that I care so much about because my lifestyle is changing and I'm giving my life completely to God. That just means that she has to understand that And, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are saved and the husband may not be saved or the wife may not be saved, but eventually they sometimes, sometimes do and sometimes don't, you know, but you're responsible for your own soul. Now, I heard the pastor say, you know, jokingly, but not jokingly, he said, I love you to his wife, but he said, I'm not going to hell for you. And she said, I'm not going to hell for you either. So what they're both trying to say is, I gotta give my life to God. And I hope and pray that you do the same thing. But I have to be responsible for my soul. Now, as a preacher, you are responsible for saving lives. Same thing with anybody that gets saved. You, it's not just about you anymore. You got to get as many people as you can into the kingdom. You understand what I'm saying? You got to get as many people as you can in the kingdom. Just like the devil is trying to get many people in his, what he considered his kingdom of hell. So that's the constant battle between good and evil. The good and the evil. And we know that God is love. The devil is a liar. Uh, conniver um, the great pretender temptation is nothing but a word unless you act upon it you see a beautiful girl a beautiful woman out there and she's looking at you but you know that you're in a relationship or you know that you're married and you still uh, continue to entertain that they say by even looking is a sin So that means a lot of us men are sinning. A lot of us women are sinning because some women also lust for men. 
Oh, I want to take him to bed. Oh, I want to do this. Same thing with guys. We're not off the hook. Oh, man. Mm, mm, mm. Look at her. Mm, 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 mm. What I wouldn't do with that. Or whatever we say. Whatever we say. I have. <laughs> I have an addiction. I have an addiction. Though. I'm obsessed with beautiful women. But I'm not saying that I want all these beautiful women. I'm just saying as a young kid, as a boy, I was obsessed with beautiful women. It made me feel a certain way to see them, to look at them. So that is something that I need to overcome. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. But I still have respect for the women that I'm with. And I'm open with these conversations with the woman I'm with. She may not understand it, but she respects my honesty. And a lot of women don't. A lot of people don't respect people's honesty. They're quick to judge them. They're quick to put them down. They're quick to, oh, well, it's something about me. Uh, maybe it's me. It's maybe I'm not good enough for him. Maybe I'm not good enough for her. It's not even that. It's something that, you know, we need to get over. Like some people have an addiction with drugs, with alcohol, with gambling, whatever. Rakim said, too much of anything makes you an addict. You know what I mean? He said, too much of anything makes you an addict. That was dope when he said that. Because it's true. But when I give my life completely, fully to God, which I pray is very soon, I don't want to be in my deathbed when I'm deciding to give my life to God. I want it to be as soon as possible. But I know that the time will come when it's right, when DC, when Del C and my other government name, my only government name, when I decide I'm ready, I am really truly ready to give some of these things up. My music is something that I love, but there's profanity in that music. Not all my music, all some, most of my music speaks of love. And when I say my music, I'm saying the music I listen to, not the music I create, but the same thing even with that. I speak of love, I speak of messages, I speak of unity in the majority of my music. I don't talk about shooting, killing anybody. I will, I will rap about what happens when you mess with me, what I might do to you, but I'm not talking about killing you. Now, if my life was in danger or my family's life was in danger or my woman's life in danger, I have to protect her and I have to protect them. But I will not leave my, I will not leave this woman because of what the church believes I should do. No, I need to take my time with this woman and just need to be just faithful to her which I am being, I'm not seeing anybody now, I'm not, she's the only woman that I'm focused on, and it's a long distance relationship, but it can work, I can, I can talk on that another time, long distance relationships can work, as long as you keep the communication lines open, we see each other as much as we can, and I'm not going to get too personal about everything else, but I'm just saying that I'm not going to leave 
my woman because of what other people believe. And if it's written in the Bible, then I say, Lord, give me patience. I, I know what I'm doing. There's a method to this, to my, to your sons, to your child uh, madness. There's a method to this. She could really be the one. She can really be the one. There's the test and there's the final test. Not that I'm purposely testing her. Do this, do this, do that. No, I'm not doing any of that. I'm just saying that as we go along with each other, just like any uh, anybody else's relationship, you know, you grow fond, fonder and fonder. At least you're supposed to of a person. The more you're, more you're with them, the more you love them, the more you respect them, the more you care about them, you know? So I want to see where our journey takes us because she believes in God. She's a believer of God. And that is a plus in my life. Am I perfect because I go to church? Heck no. I still got a lot of uh, growing up to do. And when I say growing up, there's all forms of maturity. When you're grown, you put toy, you put childish things away, as they say. So I am a man, but men still need to mature. There's still things that they need to work on, just like there's things women need to still work on. So that's what I am trying to do. There are things that I need to put away that I was once playing with as a kid. Those magazines, those porn DVDs that, that, you know, those things don't have an interest to me, but I have a habit of looking at posts of beautiful women. Kurt Franklin admitted that he had a problem looking at porn amongst a lot of other things. Now he got caught cussing his son out, talking about he will put his foot on his neck. Or, you know, that's how we talk as, as black parents. And I'm trying to, I don't trying to get out of that thing because we don't mean any harm. It's just how we were raised to talk or we was born to talk. He got caught and everybody wants to judge him. Kurt Franklin was never perfect. No man or woman is perfect. This is what we all must understand. Even when you get saved, you are still fighting every day to stay a good Christian. You don't put yourself out there purposely. No, you don't do that. You don't say, I'm going to go to the liquor store and see how my faith is. See how my faith in God is. I'm going to put that liquor down. But you know if you get caught being a preacher in that liquor store, people are going to judge you right off the bat. You know I've seen so-and-so up in church, pastor such, such and such up in church, preaching this, and I've seen him in the liquor store in the neighborhood, oh, they're going oh, to shame you. They're going to talk about, they're going to gossip about you, which they should because you're not pra- practicing what you're preaching. You know, when parents tell kids not to do something and then they do it with that, well, you don't do, you do what I tell you to do, not what I do or whatever. You know, however we try to say it as parents. Do as I say, not as I do, you know? 
That doesn't work. That don't work with, especially with this generation, because they'll let you know about yourself. And they uh, are they getting out of line if you say it respectfully, but they can say, well, mom um, or dad, you told us not to do that. But the other day I seen you doing it. Boy, girl, I'm grown. You don't tell me. You don't tell me what I'm doing wrong. I tell you what you doing wrong. Well, that's how it's supposed to be. But if you know you ain't doing right and your kid catches you doing something that you have no business doing yourself, and yes, you are the parent. You are supposed to be the teacher. Yes, we can learn from our kids as well. There's ways that they teach us things. As we're, as we're raising them, they're teaching us stuff because it's so true that um, being a parent doesn't come with instructions. You go along with what you're taught or what you know, and you spread that knowledge to them, and there is a level of respect. You, but in, in order to uh, get respect, you have to give it. Because if you're chastising and you're yelling at me and you're talking to me, after a while, it hurts, but after a while, I don't hear you anymore because you don't respect me. You're not talking to me, you're talking at me. And see, that's where the problem comes in with us as parents through our kids. And we want our kids to respect us, which they should. But we also need to respect them and listen to where they're coming from. And if, as long as they're respectful when they're coming to talk to you. But you can't yell at them either. You can't uh, chastise them. You can't yell, talk down to them because you're the first person that they're going to look up to in this lifetime. And it took me a while to say, I said, man, I'm never going to, I'm never going to do what my father did. Not that he did something so wrong, but I didn't like it. And I knew that I didn't want to do it. But then I turn around and I'm basically doing the same thing that I said I wouldn't do. But I had to change my parenting skills because when you when you yell, you know, you yell out of concern, at least in my case and a lot of other we're scared. We're, we're nervous. We don't want anything to happen to you. We want to be your protector. This world is crazy. We are here. You know, we, we give you wings to fly. And so you can leave the nest. We, we put stuff. We give you knowledge. You know, not just education in school, but we educate you as well when you come home. It starts at home, at the home base, you know. Before you step out into this world, you need to be properly trained. You need survival skills. You need the basic instructions before leaving earth too. You need the Bible. You need the Bible, you need your family, and you need love. You need love and understanding, all those things. And I'm done, and I'm done, and I love y'all, everybody. I love my listeners. Um, I wish more people would tune in. But I'm thankful for the people that do listen. I thank my woman so much for being very supportive for me. I see you. I hear you. And um, let's grow together, baby. Let's, you know, there's no rush for anything. And I say this all the time because sometimes when we move too fast, we miss out on a lot of things. We miss out on things that we should have paid attention to. And then people are rushing to get married and then they're rushing to get a divorce because they weren't ready. They thought they were ready, but they was not ready. You need to really, really 
And even when you're with the person, are you going to know everything about the person? No, it's it's a lo- growing process. Every day you learn something new about your partner, your 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 lover, your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your wife. You know what I'm saying? You you learn something new about that person, and it's a beautiful thing. But anyways, um, I'm not going to talk y'all head off. Uh, I want everybody to stay blessed, stay positive. As always, remember to to let your loved one know you love them because tomorrow is not promised to no man, woman, or child. And on that note, I will see y'all Wednesday. Yes, there may possibly be another Freestyle Wednesday, so stay tuned for that. This week is going down. Peace out, y'all. Want me? Well, I want you to. You can have me. If I can have you too. Come to mommy. Let me relax you. Let me comfort you. Deep thought, baby. Tell me what's on your mind. Yo, yo, yo. Smoke a cigarette. Blow the smoke out. Can't believe the shit that's happening to me. When I need a place to be tranquil. Meditate. Think about what really matter. Don't want to rest my head on my shawty boobie. She run her fingers through the new dread I'm growing. Peep the way my day might have been overwhelming. Trying to relax a nigga. If you're listening and you catch the picture, you might see me laying between my shorty legs holding a glass of liquor. And she keep rubbing my head. Asking me to talk to her. I don't even respond. Hold my hand, middle finger, tickle my palm. My shorty stay relaxed. She understand a nigga going through something. When I'm at home, and don't never need for the front. My voice going, I'm sounding like a frog doing shows back to back. Partially, my niggas reluctant to talk. They get their way when niggas stop rubbing my hand, massaging my back. They start confessing to what the shit I was taught. Applying what I was taught to the point if you ain't right, I would slap you while becoming your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. And it all feels like the shit was in vain. It's right, I'm bringing it harder. Losing Chris Lighty and then losing my father. A bittersweet so I promise my mama I'ma become a martyr And every day that pass I move a little smarter That's why I work so hard to try expanding business a little larger To get my son a range and my daughter a charger But I feel cheated cause Chris and my father They ain't right here to see it, 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 see because they bust around fans, but probably not after this song is through. The fuck I'm supposed to do? When this be the shit that I be thinking when I'm supposed to be honest when I talk to my boo? My shorty probably mad. Cause I ain't supposed to share these conversations when we sharing moments like this out the blue. But then I got a blessing so that I can share this with y'all. Because she feel the way I feel a lot of us too. In any event, that's the shit I'm thinking. Some of the many things that I got on my mind, shawty. Shawty.
probably why I smoke and I keep on drinking. Cause I need closure for my mind, soul, and my body, body, body. Good days and bad days is part of the process. Building with my shot of escaping the nonsense. And though I continue to keep it honest, thought process is complex. We keep it balanced and focus on progress. That be the concepts. Despite the fights internally fought, those who were there for daddy, thanks for your support. And when I'm long term thinking, see the terms these niggas think on the short. They hate when I spot them, now they throw on me so. That's how my mind travel like I'm in the Caribbean resort. Pondering on shit when I'm in deep thought, 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 I know it is. 
Throwing you around the house. I see you reminiscing and I hope you listen. In the position of pressure and over competition, me and you was meant to be my destiny. No longer lonely, cause now it's home for you and me. All I can see, a happy home, that's my fantasy But my reality is problems with your man and me What can I do, don't wanna lose you to the sucker Cause if you touch it, I got some drama for that buster Don't wanna rush ya, but make your mind up fast Nobody knows, or who controls, will it last Before I ask, I hope you see that I'm sincere And even if you stay with him today, I'm still here I refuse to give up, cause I believe in what we share You're living in prison and what what he's giving can't compare Cause everything I feel for you I wanna let you know Passionate be yours and I'll never let you go Tell me can you get away Yeah. 
fuck first night Hand me back and you please But you love when I'm back and you told me get on my knees And I ate it, we got faded You said put some toy lanes on and I played it The feeling we say you the main joint and we save it Finally got a rich nigga, baby, you made it Long as you hold me down, you know that it's going down Be there when I turn around and I turn your word around I had to tone it down cause you made me slow it down But I got you up and now, so I'm about to show you now you think that I would try to run a game on you Just to show us my name is Dollar I'll be there for you and I Treat you just like a queen and get you fun things You never have to worry about another in your place So believe me when I say Girl, as long as you wrap your arms around me Your tears, 
Take away your fears, take away your pain I'll always be there Show you that I love you, show you that I care I do it 24-7, 365 all year Show you that I love you, show you that I care I do it 24-7, 365 all year Oh, 
feeling? Well, you just knew. You just knew you met the right one. Go ahead, you can smile. You can be happy again. Cause when it's all said and done, remember one thing: finally got it right.